The Gospel of John opens with these words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word, and without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the Word was life, and the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. Similarly, the prophet Isaiah once said, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in a pitch-dark land, light has dawned. And Jesus even said of himself, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me won't walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Do you hear the common theme? Light, shining in the darkness. Light, a great light that is life. I have a friend named Charlie who lives in North Carolina. He's been a scout leader. He likes to tell the story of one faded day hike with a group of young uh, scouts. You know the theme of scouting, be prepared. Well, they were prepared for a day hike, but they weren't prepared for the hike that they actually experienced. They, They got started a little bit late. They had some car trouble, which delayed them even further. And, and when they got to the trail, which they had been told was, was pretty easy, it turned out to be much harder. And the younger scouts struggled and slowed them down. They, they even took a, a wrong turn on the trail, which meant they were lost for a little bit. And by the time the, the time came that they were supposed to be back in their cars and heading back home, they were still deep on the trail, and it was getting dark. They were prepared for a a day hike. They weren't prepared for a hike in the dark. The boys started getting scared. The leaders started getting nervous, knowing they were responsible and the parents were waiting. This was before cell phones. And so they started stumbling their way through the dark in the mountains, down a trail they weren't familiar with. But when one of their breaks, one of the leaders was kind of rummaging through his, his backpack. Not a big backpack, it was just a day pack. But he discovered that he had actually been carrying some little tea lights and some matches from a previous camping trip. They were just luckily still there. And so they took those little candles and they passed them out among the boys and they lit them. And those scouts walked down the mountain, each one holding just a little tea light, a a fragile little flame guarding it so they didn't blow it out or drop it or the wind blow it out. And those little tea lights led them home to safety. Similarly, I, I led a group of students. Well, I didn't lead them. I was part of a group of students who went on a hike in Guatemala up an active volcano. We left on that trip in the middle of the afternoon on purpose because we wanted to reach the summit at sunset. We hired guides. They led us on a, on a well-worn path, solid ground. It was a steep hike. It was a hard hike. But when we got to the top, the view was spectacular as the sun was setting, and there was actually an active lava flow. We, we got to spend 
I don't, I don't know how long there on top of a volcano at night. It was gorgeous, stars in the sky. We actually sat down and ate our dinner right next to the lava as it flowed past us. It was incredible. Now, they told us that we needed to bring flashlights with us because we'd be coming back down the trail at night in the dark. And so I packed a, a little travel-sized flashlight. But they didn't take us back down the, the trail that we were familiar with, the, the well-trodden trail. They led us on a, a different trail that was more steep, more narrow. Uh, they had loose gravel. And, and I discovered quickly that there was a, a deep cliff right on my left. I, I had to keep my feet on that trail or I would slip and fall and I didn't know how far I would go into the darkness. So even though my light wasn't too great, I, I wished I'd had a bigger flashlight, I kept that light on that edge of the trail all the way down just to make sure my foot did, didn't slip. As excited as I had been to be on top of the volcano, I have to admit, I might have been even more excited when we got down to the bottom and I knew we were all safe and sound. Light. Leading us through the darkness. Darkness, a place of fear and uncertainty, but light showing us the way. Keeping our feet on the path. Leading us home. Light, of course, is a major symbol of this Christmas season. In fact, part of how you know the season has arrived is when people start hanging lights on their house. It seemed like people did it a little bit earlier this year. If we were here together tonight, celebrating Christmas Eve in, in this place, there would come a point in the service where we would light candles we would share that light among us. And of course, the, the, the Christmas lights we hang at our house or the candle lights that we hold in the service as we sing Silent Night remind us of a special night that Christ was born and that he was the light, is the light that shines in the darkness. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. We associate these Christmas lights with Jesus who said of himself, I am the light of the world. We celebrate his, his miraculous birth in the same way we might celebrate a bright new dawning day after a long, difficult, dark night. If you think about it, Light is, a, is an interesting metaphor to apply to a person to say that Jesus is the light of the world. Who, who else have we ever called a light as a person? What, what could we possibly mean when we say that Jesus is the light? I think it's probably foreign to us because light is so common now. It's so easily accessible. I, I suspect you have a, a cell phone in your hand or in your pocket or in your purse right now that you could pull out and, and it has a powerful flashlight, more, more powerful than, than my little flashlight. Walk into your house, just flip a switch and the lights come on. We have street lamps that keep our streets well lit at night. 
Heck, here at church, we, we have lights that come on just automatically when you walk in the room. Now, occasionally, you have to wave your arms to keep them on. They're motion censored. Light is everywhere. But not so in biblical times. Light was for the day. The nighttime was dark. There, there might have been stars in the sky. There might be a full moon to, to light up the night a little bit. People had oil lamps, but oil was expensive. And so daytime was for, for waking and for work. And night was when you closed the doors and the safety of your home and you went to sleep. The only ones out in the darkness were maybe armed guards or, or people up to mischief or maybe shepherds watching their flocks by night. Life was lived during the day. In the dark, you rested and waited for the next day to come. Day and night was, was determined by when the sun was up or when the sun had set. It's a powerful image. Biblical times, light was meaningful. So no wonder when, when a prophecy was given of a coming Savior, he was described as a light shining in the darkness. No wonder the Bible says that he wasn't just a, a flickering lamplight, but that he was a light, a bright light, that the darkness could not extinguish. Light, of course, is the source of life. There's no living thing that can live without light. Well, I suppose there's exceptions, maybe deep-sea creatures or bats living in caves. I don't know. But for the rest of us, we need light to live, and Jesus came to give us life. New life, restored life, a life of purpose and meaning, a life of abundance, eternal life. Jesus said, uh, the Gospel of John says of Jesus, the word was life, and the life was the light for all people. Light, of course, shows us the way, like the examples I gave, lighting up a path, sort of like that Christmas star that led the wise men to find Jesus in a manger. Later, Jesus would say of himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, that's what Jesus came to do, is to show us the way, to, to lead the life that God intended for us, to know God as a loving God, and Jesus as a Savior, as a presence to be with us as we struggle through the mysteries of life. He shows us the way. And light, of course, reveals. It reveals the dangers that might be before you, hidden in the dark. It, it reveals the way to go. It reveals hazards that we need to be cautious of. It also reveals things that we might like to keep hidden. Light reveals the truth of things in the same way that Jesus is the truth. When we have Jesus as the light in our lives, he reveals what is good and what is bad, what is true and what is false, what is blessed and what is cursed, what is of God and what is not of God. But most importantly, he reveals to us the true nature and character of God. He is the visible image of the invisible God. Jesus reveals to us as the light who God really is, a God who's for us and not against us. 
And then finally, we could say probably many more things about light. It, it is a source of life. It is the, the way that we know the way to go. It does reveal. But life is also in, light is also intended to be shared. Just as the moon is not actually a source of light, it's just a reflection of the sun, we also are meant to be a reflection of the light of Christ in the world. Christ's light is meant to be shown through us, to be reflected in us through our words, our deeds, our actions, our habits, the way we live in relationship with Christ. We can never forget that Jesus didn't only say he was the light of the world. He also said, you and I are the light of the world. A city on a top of a hill can't be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on top of a lampstand, and it shines all on all who are in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before people so they can see the good things you do and praise your Father who is in heaven. Really, friends, this is what Christmas is about. It's about knowing the light, about embracing the light, about welcoming the light into our lives and sharing that light with others. Christmas is more than than the food we eat and the decorations in our house and the traditions and the travel and the presents. It's even more than our traditions in worship and the carols we sing, as wonderful as they are. Because Christmas is about a person. Christmas is about an extraordinary person who came as a baby to be the light in our lives. Christmas is about Christ the way he lights up ordinary people like you and me so that we can be lights for others. Howard Thurman once said, I will light candles this Christmas, candles of joy despite all the sadness, candles of hope where despair keeps watch, candles of courage for fears ever-present, Candles of peace for tempest-tossed days. Candles of grace to ease heavy burdens. Candles of love to inspire all my living. Candles that will burn all year long. Now, if we were together tonight here in the sanctuary, and in just a few moments, we would, we would turn off all the lights and we would just have one candle burning, the Christ candle on the Advent wreath. And we would light candles from that candle, and we would begin to, to share that light through the sanctuary. Each one of us would, would light someone else's candle, just as someone lit ours. And, and as we light these candles tonight, we invite you to do that at home, to light your own candle so that you can be part of that. But I want to say a word about the sharing. Friends, we've been through a dark year. This is a dark moment for many people, and they desperately need the light of Christ to be shared with them, perhaps for the first time, perhaps again, as a reminder that Christ is with them in their darkness. And so tonight, I would encourage you not just to light a candle as a ritual, but may it be a, a, a motivator. May it be a, an example to do something more 
Perhaps when the service ends, it's time to give someone a call just to tell them you love them and you're thinking of them this Christmas. Maybe it's time to write them a note or a text or an email. Maybe there's a neighbor you need to take a plate of food over. Maybe the light that you share is is an action, a word, a deed. Maybe there's someone you know that, that would love to see this service and you send them a link when we're done. I don't know what it is for you, but may the light we share this year be more than just the lighting of a candle. May it be the light of Christ. And as it's been shared with us, may we pass it on to others. Find some way tonight to make that light known to someone who perhaps is in darkness.